This parak is a continuation of the discussion of the fourth day of creation. Last week we spoke, uh, last parak we spoke about the more focused on the sun. Hashem, this parak is going to focus more about things that have to do with the moon. And uh, we're going to see different things about the moon in this parak. Oh, we discussed them last time I was here. Yeah, astronomical. This is more from an astronomical and astrological point of view. So we'll continue speaking about the moon. We're going to start about the moon over here. It says the Medrash. Rabbi Yechanan ben Zakkai, Rabbi Gamliel, Rabbi Shmuel, Rabbi Lazar ben Arach, Rabbi Eliezer ben Horkanes, Rabbi Kiva. All these rabbis, they were sitting and they were expounding about the topic of the Moilad of the Levana. We'll see exactly what the Moilad of the Levana is. But just a historical point that the Radal says over here is that it can't be that all of these rabbis are sitting together and discussing this. Because Rabbi Akiva was a student of Rabbi Eliezer ben Horkonus. And Rabbi Shmuel was either a contemporary or a student of Rabbi Akiva. So Rabbi Akiva and Rabbi Shmuel are somewhat out of place. Because if Rabbi Yochanan ben Zakkai, who was the Rebbe of Rabbi Eliezer, was here, it's very unlikely that Rabbi Akiva would be here. Because Rabbi Akiva only became a Tamil Chacham, Presumably, after Rabbi Yechonon ben Zakkai had already died, so the appearance of Rabbi Kiva and Rabbi Shmuel is somewhat problematic. The Radal says you could say that the Rabbi Shmuel that's mentioned here is a different Rabbi Shmuel than usual. It's not the Stam Rabbi Shmuel, but it's Rabbi Shmuel ben Elisha, who was the Kain Gadol, the last Kain Gadol of the Churban by, by the Churban by Sheni. So he could be a contemporary of these people. Uh, Seder Deris says that maybe it's Rabbi Shmuel ben Chanina. Okay, whatever. It's a, a little bit of a historical point over here that the Radal makes. Another point he makes is that the Medrash says Rabbi Lazar ben Arach, and then it says Rabbi Lazar ben Horkinus. So why is Rabbi Lazar ben Arach mentioned before Rabbi Lazar ben Horkinus? In the Mishnah, in Mesachas Avis, in Perak Beis, when it talks about the students of Rabbi Yechon ben Zakkai, so there it mentions Rabbi Lazar ben Horkinus before Rabbi Lazar ben Arach. So why over here is the put Rabbi Lazar ben Arach before Rabbi Eliezer ben Horkonus? So the Radal says, because Pirkei Rabbi Eliezer is written by Rabbi Eliezer. So Rabbi Eliezer didn't want to write his name first amongst the Talmidim of Rabbi Yechon ben Zakkai, so he put his name second as opposed to first. So he switched the order from the order of the Mishnah. But so anyway, otherwise, they were sitting and they were darshaning about the Moilad Halavana. That's, the Moilad Halavana is the time that the moon is visible at the beginning of the astronomical month. Right, I have some pictures over here of the way it works. Right, this is a somewhat famous picture over here. From It appears in the Sefer Nechmad Vinoim from Rabbi David Ganz, who is a Talmud of the Marshal and the Ramah. What he's trying to show in this picture is that the sun, this is the sun, and these are different stages of where the moon could possibly be. The sun is always going to be shining at half of the moon, and the other half of the moon will be left in the dark. Whatever is facing the sun is illuminated by the light of the sun, and whatever is not facing the sun is not illuminated by the light of the sun. You, it's very hard for you to understand what this picture is saying, because it's not in 3D, it's only in 2D. But over here... What? How does he know that the, the dark side of the moon... How did they know the moon spinning? Maybe everybody was talking about that. That they tried to Yeah. Until the astronauts actually went on the moon and actually explored the dark side of the moon. Maybe there was all sorts of crazy theories about what was going on on the dark side of the moon. So before nineteen sixty nine when the astronauts first went on the moon, they said there was life on the moon, there was this, there was that, they did it, but now they they know, you know. Yeah. And it's boring there. <laughs> and cold. <laughs> And a chabad. <laughs> and also, so basically what, 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 it, what it is is that in order for us to see the moon, you need two things to happen. You need the, sh- the sun to be shining at that part of the moon, and then us to be able to see that part of the moon. Right? So these pictures over here sort of illustrate that point. Let's say... Right? You have... See, you, depending on where the guy is standing, he can see only a certain part of the white. The white is the part that's, uh, that's facing the, the sun. The or- this orange ball is the sun. This safer, by the way, is... What's the blue? 
What the blue is the earth. Mm. Yeah, it was earth all along. Um, this sefer is written is called Shvili Derekia. Shvili Deyarcha, written by a person named Rabbi Avram Yaakov Goldmans. He's a big machalchem in the mirror who happens to be a fourth cousin of mine. So yeah, pass around the sefer. Now in the new moon, the the no. earth is between the the moon is between earth and the sun. Yes, usually, <clears throat> always. And in full a full moon, in a full moon, in a full moon, the earth is between the sun and the moon. The earth is between the sun and the moon. In a full moon. Um. Would yeah. You, yeah. That way. That way. You can see the, the sun entire. Is, yeah, you're on the dark side of the earth, and the moon is getting the sunlight. At night. Yeah. And that's why you don't see the moon, Bukhal. No. no, you see all of it. Yeah, you see all of it. Uh, okay, <laughs> fine, yeah. Okay, Akhapanas. We'll, we'll, get, we'll get more into this in, in, in the coming moments. But the Medrash starts off with a Jewish over here. So they're, and they said, or the other Girsa is, and all of them said one thing. They all said the same, unanimously said the same Vart. Bidvar HaKadosh Baruch Hu with the word of Hashem, the heavens were created as the appropriate place, as the appropriate place for the throne of his malchus, his kingship. says the puzzle, with the word of Hashem, the heaven was created. But the legions of the heavens, Yigiyas Harbe Nemarba. There were many yegiyos, there were many toilings that Hashem had to do. What was created was just like one Dvar Hashem. And that's what the Medrash is bothered by, it's sort of a contradiction between Psukim. One says, Bidvar Hashem, and the other one says, Baruch Piv, which sounds like multiple creations. So how do we answer that? One is talking about the heavens itself, and one is talking about the legions of the heavens, meaning the celestial bodies. May also Kaddish Bolcho, what did Hashem do? Nafach Baruch Nishmas Piv, Vinivru Koltzash, and I'm Bivas Achas. Remember, Baruch Piv Koltzvab. When Hashem created the Shemaim, so it was one Dvar, Bidvar Hashem, Shemaim Nasu. With the word of Hashem, the Shemaim was created. But when we talk about the Tzva Shemaim, so Hashem sort of breathed a life into the celestial bodies. And the way the Marzu, which again on this parak was written by Binyamin Diskin, the father of the Maril Diskin. What? Also. Yeah, also this parak. So he explains that the Mepharshim say that the, the Tzva Shemayim, meaning the sun and the moon, the Kechavim, they're not just they're not just crude physical entities, but they also sort of have a Nesham or a Nefesh. They're, 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 they're sort of living creatures in certain ways. So that's what it means. Hashem was nafach baruch nishmas piv. So that's why he uses a different lashon of baruch piv kol tzvam. And the Medrash says that Hashem did yigiyah harbe. The Radal points out that that's lav dafka because you know, Hashem could create everything in a, in a split second. It doesn't need, he doesn't really need yigiyah harbe. Hashem could do whatever he wants. It's just a marshal for us to understand what does it mean yigiyah harbe. That Hashem did it sort of in, in multiple stages, in multiple steps. Because each one had its, has its own life force. All of the stars and the constellations and the, the, the two luminaries, meaning the sun and the moon, were created the beginning of the, the night of the fourth day of creation, meaning Tuesday night. Right? That's the beginning of Yom Revi'i. And this one did not come before this one, except for two-thirds of an hour. Meaning the sun was created two-thirds of an hour before the moon. The Marzu and the other Mepharshim have a long arichos to explain that idea that the sun was created two-thirds of an hour before the moon, and the implications that that might have on trying to calculate the Mailad based on the Mailad of the time of but we're not going to get into that because it is too complicated for us. Is this not holding like that which Barashas Rabbah said that they were all made at the same time? And just like placed it, into it, the world? Yeah, there's a Barashas Rabbah that says that they were both created at the same time? Barashas, I believe that the Barashas Rabbah says that 
God created everything at the same time and over the course of all the days he just like put it into the world. No, maybe this means when did he put it into the world, if you're going like that. I, I'm not... was it before then? Good question. I am not a Makubal. And if you're saying that it wasn't in, in the world, then it was in the upper world. Or it wasn't in any world. And if it wasn't, then it was just in, in Kaviyokha, Hashem's imagination. And according to that, it wasn't created. Then creation means that it comes into being, right? No. No? Rabban's chat is he created a substance, everything. Healing. Yeah. Healing. Formed from that each day, the thing. But a the substance is, is already a creation. Yeah. So, but it's, it, but it's, it's not, not that it was in a Sure. So, if it came into a substance, <coughs> it, it came into being already. No. You well, didn't have a life force. No, the being, the substance was milk. In fact, it's snow. He says it, uh, not the Roman. The Roman said it's like snow. That's what he used. He said shallow. We said that in Pirkei the Lizard. We said that in Pirkei the Lizard. Yeah. So the Roman is like over there. So it's all one form uh, stuff. It's like a like a glob, yeah. It's a glob. I think Hashem took from the glob and created each thing and each day from the glob. Oh, meaning he didn't create that. That's the the only time he created iron. Yeshma Ayan was one time. When he created After the glob. That, when he created the glob. Which okay, we we spoke about there in per, in per Gimel in Pirkei de Beliezer, that the Rambam in Mary Nebuchim brings this Medrash mm-hmm. and he disagrees with it. Mm-hmm. That each thing was me'ayin. Each thing was created with yesh me'ayin. Yesh me'ayin. Yeah. Okay, fine. I'll confine let's see what one of the Medrash says. It says, L'fichoch, therefore, meaning because the sun was created 45 minutes before the moon, kol ma'isechama b'mesinus. Everything that the sun does is with mesinus, with patience. And everything that the moon does is with haste. It's going fast. The sun goes, travels slower than the moon. What does that mean? Says the What the sun travels in a whole year takes the moon to travel one day. How do you, how do, what does that mean? Does that make any sense? Going around the earth. The, what the sun does in one year, the moon does in one day. I mean, the moon so navigates the earth in a day. No? We'd say we're not yeah. Humans. If you're looking from a geocentric perspective. Yeah, we're going from a geocentric perspective. At least the words are from a geocentric ah. We spoke about that last week. Yeah, the earth but goes around the sun once a year. And the moon goes, goes around, around once a day. The earth once a day. One takes a month. Yeah, that's the problem. So the Mepharshim said that this line is not really supposed to be here. It's a mistake. It doesn't make any sense, this line. What, what, what's, what's supposed to be here is the next line. What the sun does in one year, the moon does in 30 days. Which is not 100% accurate, but it's close enough. Right, that what the sun does in a, in a, an astronomical year goes around the Earth. At least from a geocentric perspective, it goes. The sun goes around the Earth, so the moon goes around the Earth in thirty days, which is now of Dafka thirty. What were you saying? Are you taking for granted that one is, the sun is going around the Earth and not vice versa? We well, spoke about that last week. Whether whether we didn't get to the bottom of it, though. We didn't get to the bottom of it. We we said a few pshatim just because you guys weren't here. Just because you guys weren't here. One, one thing is we could say that the Medrash is going from a geocentric perspective. You could say that you know they didn't know the science of the time. In, in that time, they know LP science, the sun really doesn't move and the, the earth really goes around the earth. You could say, the earth goes around the sun. You could say that. You could say another shot that we just mean from the observer, our earthling observer point of view, it looks like the sun is coming around us. So that's why the Medrash is using a geocentric perspective. Or you could say that the MS is that the geocentric perspective is the truth, and it's very hard to actually prove the heliocentric perspective simply because because of relativism show, says that you can't really prove what's going, which one is moving and which one is stagnant unless you're completely outside of the whole circle, which we can't get outside of the whole circle because that would mean you'd have to be outside of the universe, looking on the universe from a from a neutral point of view. What do you say about that? He's very into physics, so you, you know these things. Sounds good. Sounds good? Yeah. Okay. Drop the name Einstein. Yeah, last week I said Einstein. Week he said, Sounds uh, good. 
Okay, yeah. then I'll drop the name Copernicus. <laughs> How about Galileo? Who's Chaser? He was only Chaser because they were burning him at the stake. <laughs> okay, now we need we need some more information before we can we can go weiter over here. We just mentioned that what it takes the the sun to do a year, it takes the moon to do thirty days. So that line sounds good, but there's a lot of problems with it, and it's lav dafka. And we'll, we'll, let's explain ourselves. First of all, the, the okay we. we when we're talking about the orbit of the moon, everyone agrees on geocentrism, that the moon goes around the earth. That, that's already Muslim call. How long does it take this, the moon to go around the earth? So technically, it takes the moon 27 and a third days to go around the earth. 27 and a third days. Now, it appears as if it takes a little bit longer than that, simply because when the moon, is, when the, when the moon finishes its cycle on at the end of the day by that point the sun has already moved to a different location so in order for us to 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 lose the moon it, 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 it there's there's more time because the sun is still shining on it so like, it, it's like the moon goes like this and by the time it gets back to here the sun is already here so it's like the circle is a little bit longer right that's that's the um understanding over here so the 30 days is Lav Dafka. It's technically 27 and a third days. But more than that, Chazal tell us that how much time does it take for the moon to go around the earth, even let's say in an observable way, accounting for the fact that, that it's still going to be longer than the actual uh, orbit because of the fact that the, the sun moves. So Chazal tell us that it takes 29 days and 12 and a half hours. That's the number that Chazal tells us. 29 days and 12 and a half hours. Now the truth is like this. Uh, the Radal the, the already points this out, and this is something that is going to come up in this parak a few times. That we've mentioned, we also spoke about this a little bit last week, that there's two ways of counting the Tkufas. There's Shmuel's calculation and Rav Ado's calculation. A Shmuel's calculation is a rounded number, and Rav Ado's calculation is a more precise number. Yeah. We said that last. We said last week that the halacha is that we go like Shmuel b'farhesia. In public, we we passing like Shmuel. But the truth is, we go like Rav Ada. In more complicated things, we go like Rav Ada. We just we don't we don't teach Rav Ada's uh, calculations to the masses. We only teach Shmuel's calculations to the masses, right? So in our parak, when we discuss the the the, the, the let's say the time of the Moilad, so we're gonna go with around the the medrash is itself. Is going to go with a rounded number, not a more precise number. But some later person added to our medrash the more precise number every in, in a lot of the discussions. So I well, I put them in parentheses because the medrash doesn't go with those calculations, but those those numbers are still uh, known and they're still printed inside our medrash over here, even though it's really a mistake. It's not supposed to be there. Okay, so we said that. The calculation of the time of the Moilad from one month to another month, right, is going to be 29 days and 12 hours. And actually, it's 29 days, 12 hours, and 45 minutes. It's, it's actually even more precise than that. But let, let, let's leave it at that. 12 hours, uh, 29 days, 12 hours, and 45 minutes. Okay. So the first thing the Medrash is going to do over here is like this. It wants to know, it's, it's going to tell us a trick. How, can you, how, are you, how are you going to be able to figure out, let's, say the, let, let, let's pretend that the moon was first created at the beginning of a Wednesday, right? Or, 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 or Tuesday night, which is Lel Revi, right? Let's say that the moon came into existence at the beginning of Lel Revi. Yeah, let's quote that Mahalach, right? So now, when is it going to come about that the moon is going to, the mullet of the moon is going to be at the beginning of a day again, exactly at the beginning of the, of the day, let's say, right, right, the first hour of the night of, of Leil Ravi, that's when the moon came into existence by creation. So when is it going to happen again the next time that it's going to be the exact, the, the, the first hour of Leil something? When is that, how are you going to calculate that? And when you, how can you calculate when is it going to be 
exactly the first night of Lil, the first hour of Lel Revi again. How are we going to calculate that? Similar to how we're going to be able to figure that out, like we spoke about in the last parak, that when Kufas Nisan is going to be Wednesday in the morning. So how are we going to figure out when is the Mailad going to be on a Tuesday in the first hour of the night? It's a, a sort of a, a similar nidain, and it's going to work in a similar way. That there's two cycles, and the two cycles come together, or whatever. Right? So it's like this. From one month to the other month, we said, is 29 days and 12 hours and 45 minutes. Right? Now, 29 days, 12 hours and 45 minutes. If you want to figure out how that's going to be affected in the, how that's going to be manifested in the day of the week. Right? So let's say like this. 28 days. 28 days is exactly, is exactly four weeks. Right? 4 times 7 is 28. You can pull out your calculator if you want. 4 times 7 is 28. So 28 days, that's exactly 4 weeks. Right? Fine. So how are we going to figure out what's going to be the difference between one month, the moilet of one month and the, the moilet of the next month in terms of the day of the week, day and time of the week? So we have left is one, one day, 12 and hours and 45 minutes. Right? The 29 days... 12 hours and 45 minutes minus 28 is one day, 12 hours and 45 minutes. What is the molad? What is the molad? The molad is when the, the, the molad be seen. Yeah. The first moment it can't be seen or like yeah. the, there's a period of which it can't be seen. It's the middle of that period. It's, we'll, get, we'll get to exactly what the molad is ne- probably next week, not this week. But the way to calculate from one molad to the other molad is... Again, 12, 20, 29 days, 12 hours and 45 minutes, which if you want to go from days of the week, is going to be whatever it was this month, next month, it'll be a day, 12 hours and 45 minutes later. Right? Ah, so it's very easy to calculate each month all by yourself. So if you know one month, you'll, you you'll, you'll be able to know the next month. Right? It's like this. So the Medrash is going to say like this. In three years... You have 36 months, right? Three years is 12 times three is 36, right? In three years, you have 36 months. In 36 months, how far off is the moilad going to be, let's say, from today till, till three years from today? So whatever day the moilad is, is this month, in three years from today, it's going to be exactly... It's going to be exactly... One day earlier. Yeah? Why? Because in 36 months times one and a half days, right? One, at one day and 12 hours. About 54 days. It's 54 days. And now you have, now you have the 8 plus 45 minutes. 45 plus 36 is... Times 36. 45 times 36 is... Uh, 24. 27. 27. No, 24. 24. 24. Right? A quarter of 36 is 9. 3 times 9 is 27. What's 44? What's point seven? Point seven five, which is a f- uh, 3 quarters of an hour, times 36. 36, 36 is, is 27. 27. So it's more than 24 hours. A little bit more than a day. Yeah? So you have basically 25 hours, 25, uh, you, you have one day plus those 54 days is 55 days. And three hours. And three hours, whatever. Right? No, why is it three hours? Because it's 27. Why is it 20, I'm sorry. Shteh shah is 45 minutes. Point seventy five. Oh, two thirds. Shtei dos shah is forty minutes. What? Shtei yidos shah. Ah, that's what it was. Forty minutes. It's forty. So what's four? How do you put that as a fraction? As a decimal? Two thirds. So thirty six times two thirds is twenty four. Yeah. Uh, presumably. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So there you go. So that's okay. So that's so that's how you get okay. Fine. So shtei yudayis is not 
Uh, okay, fine. So every time I said shtei yadayis and I said 45 minutes, it's, it meant to say 40 minutes then. Let's start from the beginning and we record over. Yeah, let's re-record over, right? Al-Kopanu, so you have like this. You have your 54 days and then you have you have this. That That's the one and a half. One day and 12 hours times 36 is 54 days, right? And then you have the eight, the 45 minutes the uh, 40 minutes times 36 is going to be another full day. So that's 55 days, right? Now 55 days is one day less than exactly um, eight weeks. So that's how you have it. That in a period of three years, where the mullet will be will will shift uh, 55 days, it'll be exactly the day before of the week. So let's say the mullet this month is Wednesday, the beginning of the night. So next month, in, in, so in three years from now, in exactly three years from now, the mullet will be, will be Tuesday, the beginning of the night. Right? Fine. So that's how you'll, you'll, you'll get to have the mullet at the exact same time of, of, the, of, of the night. Now how are you going to get it to be the same day of the week in the same time of the night? So you just do this three years, seven times, and you'll get back to the same day of the week, right? So if well, that's years, assuming a twelve-month year. That's yeah, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah, yeah. Yes, that's true. That's true. That's well, the marriage yeah. is gonna is gonna sort of address that point at the end, but assuming a twelve-month year, right? Which is not true because it's impossible to have three twelve-month years in a row because exactly. the way the 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 Ebor works. But you're right, you're, you're saying a good aura, right? But that's how you're going to, so you have this three-year cycle to get, the, to, get to the three-year, let's say, trick, e- or easy way to remember. Exact, in, a th- in three years from now, the mullet will be exactly one day earlier. And then if you want the mullet to be exactly the same time as this month, so you need to wait 21 years. And that's also Seven times that, those three-year cycles. Well, it's also not counting the boat. I don't know. As an intercalation. Yeah, I don't know. We don't get into that. Okay. And if there's an earthquake, it moves the earth out of its orbit a little bit and stuff like that. Or a meteor, yeah. It's a whole day. Plus or minus. Is it? Really? Uh, yeah, there's, there's, there's the two months, and sometimes one of them gets an extra day, and sometimes one of them loses a day. Okay, I'll compile like this. What are you talking about? Ashkan uh, and Kislev. Yeah, Kislev. Yeah. yeah no, but that, that's all accounted for. Within the calendar, within the that's calendar. within a month, but yeah. That's all accounted for within. The We're talking about between months. Oh. I'll compare it like this. So, so we have so, so this three-year cycle. What? We were at nineteen with the sun. Twenty-eight. Twenty-eight with the sun. And now we're twenty-one. Twenty-one with the moon, right? Three with the sun. We had seven, um, seven cycles of four years, and here we're in the, with the moon we have the machzor cotton. Which the term machzor katan means when the mullet will be the same time of the night. That's every three years. And then seven machzor katans will break it the same time of the night at the same night of the week. Right, that's 21. Okay, now without, with that understood, we could begin to understand the next part of the Madrash. Which is also based on what we learned uh, in the last parak. Chart 3 goes through which mazel has rule over which hour of the week, right? So the next part of the medrash is going to refer back to those charts, and it's going to refer to the mazals of those, of, of those things. Let's read it. We'll, we'll, we'll read the medrash inside now. Each day of the week serves as the first day of the Mailad Halavana going backwards. How how so? In the beginning of Lel Revi'i, meaning that looking on the chart is gonna be Wednesday. Shanat Kamal Chash. Right, that's the, the, those are that's the Rishatevis for the Mazalas in the backwards order. Um, 
ולאחר שלוש שנים של מחסר קוטון, יום של אחריו תחילת ליל שלישי, ראש מרלד הלבונה בשעס נויגה. Okay, whatever, I'm not sure exactly why it says it like this, but it's not tchilas lel, it really means beginning of the day, right? So like this, if you have, if you have the moilad, uh, the creation of the world was b'shas shabsai, which is the first hour, I don't know, right, that's what it means, no, the night of Wednesday is shabsai, that's what it means, the night, of, the, first, the night before Wednesday, I mean Tuesday night, right, the night before Wednesday is shabsai, so then in three years from now, the Mailat is going to be on Noiga, meaning the night of Tuesday, meaning Monday night, at the hour of Noiga. Right? In three years from then, it's going to be Tzedek. In three years from that, it's going to be on Lel Rishon, which is Koychav. Right? Three years from that, it's going to be Friday night, Leil Shabbos, which is Madim. The first hour of Leil Shabbos is Madim. The next three years afterwards, it's going to go to Levana. And then three years later, it's going to go to Leil um, Chamishi, which is th- which is the night of Thursday, meaning Wednesday night, which is going to be the Mazel of Chama. And then three years later, it's going to go to Shabzai. So after by seven cycles of three years, it gets back to, in meaning in twenty one years, it gets back to the same night, Wednesday, the first hour of the night, Shabzai. Right? That's what we said. Now the Medrash speaks out some of the information that I had given you already. Esrim Vachas Shona. The Maxer Godel of the Levana, the Maxer Godel of the Moon is 21 years. That's how much time it takes for the Moon to go from being, you know, the Moilet is going to be Wednesday, the first hour of the day. When's it going to next be Wednesday, the first hour of the day? In 21 years from now. Shiva Maxerim Ketanim Yeshbe Misholi Sholi Shanim. And there's seven small Maxerim, Maxer Cottons. And each one is made up of three years. And every three years, this, the, as we said before, every three years, it's go- the Moilet is going to be at the same time of the day, just a, just a day of the week backwards. A, a day of the week prior. Fine. <coughs> Says the Medrash, V'chol mazel mazel meshore, says Each mazel serves the days of the Lunar month. We'll get back. The Medrash repeats that in a moment. We'll get to that in a second. But this is the another important. This is another piece of the information that was important in what we were explaining. The days of the lunar month are Esrim Vitisha Yamim, twenty nine days, Umechza, and half a day, meaning twelve hours, Ushteyidayisha, and forty minutes. Not forty five minutes, but forty minutes. Unlike what I said previously, that it was 45, it means 40 minutes. And then we have the words, Ushivim Ushleisha Chalakim, and 73 Chalakim. So I put those words in parentheses, because as, as I said earlier, we're going to be working with rounded numbers. We're not working with exact, precise numbers. So these 73 Chalakim is not really part of the original Pekadibaliyaz. It was added on later on because that's the ta- that's actually the more precise calculation. But we don't go with that calc. We're not going with that calculation over here in the Medrash. So you could put those words Vishivim Vishalish Chalakim in parentheses. The idea of Chalakim is what's the Chalakim? And when they announced the Mailad by Kiddush Levana, they meant it was such and such time and such and such Chalakim. What does that mean? So basically the idea of a Chalakim is that the hour, the Halachic hour is broken up no, the solar hour is broken up into 1,080 chalakim, 1,080 parts, fractions, whatever, right? Every one of those chalakim, this guy talks about it, um, the exact calculation, if I can find it. 
Um, every chalik Every 18 chalakim is what we call a minute on the clock. And every chalik itself is three, sec- three and a third seconds. Three and a third seconds. That's every chalik. Is one chalik. That's it. One there are one thousand and eighty in 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 an hour. In, in, three, in a halachic hour. In, more, in a halachic in a halachic hour. I think so. But still, that would still be going by twelve hours, wouldn't it? In the normal halachic hour can range all year long. It's different, but the normal is twelve on the equinox. No, uh, I, I, actually, I think it's in a, it's a, it's a, no, it's not halachic hour. It's very, it's a clock hour. Change. It's a clock hour. So there are three times one, three divided by one thousand. One thousand eighty. Eighty is. Uh, I don't know. But that's how many? That's how many clock. Is sixty. Sixty. Sixty times three is one thousand and eighty. It's not one thousand eighty. Three hundred and sixty. Three hundred and sixty. Three hundred and sixty. Okay, no, it's seconds. It comes out to eighteen per minute. Yeah. So well, well, I'll put him. Our medrash is not going with the more precise cheshbon. It's just going with the cheshbon of twenty-nine days, twelve hours, and forty minutes. It doesn't add in also the seventy-three halakim. Each mazel has misharis. Uh, it serves each day of the lunar month. Shnei yamim ushmeina shalis. For two hours, for two days and eight hours, ushleisha mazolis l'shivo yamim, and there's three mazolis in seven days. If you want to break it up in like an, in an even way, right? So if you refer to chart um, four, 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 chart four. If you refer to chart four, so chart four, Batsim, as I, I mentioned then, was actually a mistake. I wrote I wrote that it's Nisan Iyar, but no, it's really referring to the solar. It's really referring to a solar month. And that's what we were discussing over there in chapter in Parag Vav. We were discussing a solar month. But now we're discussing a lunar month. I actually made another chart for this, but we didn't get it printed out. But the way it works, the way it works in the lunar month is similar, but it, but it works out differently. In the lunar month, each mazel has shlita for two days and eight hours. So the way it would, and it, it comes out that you'll, you'll go through three mazolas in a, in a week. So you'll do like this. Tle. Let, 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 now let's really talk about Nisan and Ir, right? So let's start with, let's, Nisan starts with Tle, right? So Nisan is going to be the first two days. Tle, Tle. The third day is going to be Tle for eight hours. And then Shor, which is the next mazol for 16 hours. Next day is completely Shor. The next day is going to be shore for 16 hours. So Sacha Kol shore is already two hours and two days and eight hours. And then the rest of that day is going to be eight hours of Tumim. And then Tumim, Tumim. Right? So it comes out that you'll, you have three Mazolas in seven days. And then the next week you start with, you know, Sartan, Sartan. And then the, nec- then the, next, the next day is going to be Sartan for eight hours. And Aryeh for 16 hours, and then Aryeh, and then the next one is Aryeh for 16, and Basula for 8, and then Basula, Basula. It's actually, it's you go through the whole month like that. Right? Every 2 hours, 2 days, and 8 hours is going to be a new mazel. That will come to exactly 28 days. Now, when you get, that'll finish off the whole 28 days. Now, the problem is that a month, we said, is really 29 and a half days. So, what happens to the last day and a half? So the Medrash says, it goes back to Tle. Hasar hamasl b'resh chidesh alavana, the sar, meaning that mazl which, which starts at the beginning of that, of that lunar month, hu hasar hamasl b'resh chidesh alavana. That's the same mazl that's going to be shalit in the end of the lunar month. So let's say day 29 and the beginning of day 30 are also going to be Tle. 
until the, the until the Mylad, which is going to start the next month of Iyar, which is going to start with Shor in the middle of day thirty, sometime in the middle of day thirty. Oh, uh, you know, if we're going exactly even, so let's say that the extra it's going to be an extra day and twelve hours and at forty-five minutes. So about like twelve forty-five in the afternoon. Oh, uh, twelve. Yeah. Tw- what? No, twelve forty. I'm sorry. Twelve forty. I keep saying forty-five. But uh, twelve forty. No, not twelve forty, because it's going to be six forty. Because that because because the, the day starts with the night before, right? So it starts six o'clock at night. So twelve hours is going to be the, ne- the six o'clock in the morning. And 40 minutes, so 6.40 in the morning, Lo Yitzur, that it was an even day, which it's not going to be an even day. But it's 6.40, Be'arach like, 6.40 in the morning is going to be the Milad of Shor, and then that's when the month of Iyar is going to start. And the next Mazel will, will have its rule. That was astrology, not astronomy. Says the Medrash, Achaz Achaz the mylad of the of the moon is is going to be once during a day, once during a night, meaning because because it's twenty nine days and twelve hours, right? So the twelve hours makes it that one day it's going to be day, one day it's going to, one time it's going to be day, one time it's going to be night. But as the Marzu points out, and again the Marzu is not really written by the Marzu in this parak; it's really written by the father of the Maril Diskin. The Marzu points out. It's not a hundred percent true that it's always going to be. It's always going to alternatively switch between day and night, because Luyitzur one time the Moilad is a, a quarter of an hour before, before, uh, before night, before the end of the night. So then the next month, since it's twelve hour a day, twelve hours and forty five minutes, that fo- 40. forty minutes, I keep saying, forty minutes. That forty minutes is gonna is gonna make it that. Is is gonna make it that um, what's it called? That forty minutes is gonna make it that it'll still be night the next the next month. Right. So, but in general, it's always gonna be one one mile during the day, and the next mile is gonna be at night. But there could be exceptions because it's not exactly twelve hours; it's twelve hours and forty minutes. And this is the the simon. This is the you know trick to remember that one is day, one night, day, night, day, night, day, night. Because the pasuk says It says day and night, so you remember day and night. But now we're telling we're going to tell you another trick. How are you going to be able to know? Let's say the mylad of Tishrei this year. Is I don't know such and such day at such and such time next year. What will be the mylad of the same month? So the British tells you the mylad from one year to the next year will always be only four days and eight hours. That's going to be that, that's always going to be what the mylad is. How so? So it's a pr- fairly simple calculation if I got it right. <laughs> right, we have in one month in, in one year is how many? Months, twelve months, right? So the so lunar or, or a sun game? What? Sun. In a lunar year. We're, now we're going with the lunar. No, we're not doing with the year. No, 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 not yet. We're not going to do with the Ibra year till 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 the end of this year tonight. But okay, so in one year is twelve months, right? So how many? How far away is the Moilad going to shift in twelve months? So like this. Every month it shifts. A day and a half and forty minutes, right? So let's say a, a day and a half. I'm sorry, a day and a half. It a day and a half times eight twelve hours. is eighteen days. Eighteen days and eight hours. Eighteen days and eight hours, right? So now eighteen days. If we're talking about days of the week, eighteen days is the same thing as four days, right? Because right? fourteen divides yeah. it, it divides into seven uh, properly into as two. Right, and you still have four days left. Right? So f- that's four days and eight hours. That's what it means. The measures from one mile to the next mile to the to the mile, then uh, from one year's mile to the next year's mile of the same day of the year is going to be four days and eight and eight hours. That's what the measure says. Ain't been maxer cotton, the maxer cotton, el shlesha soyim. 
and in three years, so four hours, four days, sorry, four days and eight hours in three years is going to be exactly 13 days, right? Four times three is 12, and then the hours is seven times three is 24, which is another day, right? So that's exactly 13 days. So from one mullet, seven, seven is 20 eight times three. no, eight times three, eight times three. sorry, is... Is what? It's 24. It's 24. That's what I meant. 8 times 3 is 24, and that's another 24 hours, so that's, that's how you get exactly 13 days from any day, you know, pick any mailad, in 3 years from then, it's going to be exactly 13 days later, which goes back to what we were saying before, that every 3 years, the mailad is going to be at the exact, is, is going to be at the exact same time of the night, or day, just a day earlier. Right, thirteen days is yeah. w- exactly one day less than two weeks. So, right, so it's going to be if you're looking at it from the day of the week, it's going to be exactly one day earlier in the week. There's another gear that says "Ain bein machzer gadol lamachzer cotton," but the mafreshim say no. It's supposed to say "machzer cotton lamachzer cotton," which is from three years to three years. Also, over here, when it says how much time is there between one moilad till the next year's moilad of the same month. So we said there's four days and eight hour, four days and eight hours, and then it says also, Ushmaina me'ayis v'shivim v'shisha chalakim, and eight hundred and seventy-six chalakim, which again the mafarshim put in parentheses because we're not dealing with the calculations of chalakim, we're dealing without chalakim, where the medrash over here is, is going in a, a more basic, a, m- a more basic way of calculating it. Okay, now the next lines over here in the medrash. The Radal says, There is obviously something missing over here, and it's very hard to understand what the next lines are talking about. The Marzu has a subshat, even though he says it's Dvarim Stumim, these are like hidden words or whatever. So we're going to like skip these few lines over here, and we'll go to uh, the words, Kal Me'ari Ar Hagadailim. You have it? You have it? What? No, I don't have it. You don't have it? Call me Ari You have it? It's on page Nun Zion, the third line in, in that edition. Call me Ari Hagadalim, the Sunan Badaran. All the, lumina- the great luminaries are in the south side, meaning of the celestial hemisphere. If you look in the celestial hemisphere, all the mazolas are on the south side of the celestial hemisphere. It's not talking about the sun and the moon, it's talking about the the stars and the whatever. And the mazolas. Except for the egla, which is in the north. Now, I couldn't figure out what this means. The Radal seems to understand that egla is referring to mazal shar, which is Taurus. Which I was, I, it, it seems to be that maybe Taurus is in the northern part of the celestial hemisphere, but I really couldn't get down to the bottom of that. If Taurus is the only one of the Yudbez Mazolas, or, or there's six of them in the south, six of them in the north, I, I tried figuring this out on Wikipedia, I got a little bit confused. So I'm not sure exactly what's happening. Also, if it means Shar, why does it say Egla? It should say Shar if it means Shar. So I'm, I'm not sure exactly how that works. If you guys know anything more about this, I guess not. Okay, what? V'chol hamazikim, mahalchem barakia, or hamahalchem barakia, or hamahalchem bekarka. This is the other gears is the Hager edition of Pirkei as the gears of bekarka. All of the mazikim, the d- damaging demons that go in the, either in the rakia in the heavens or they go in the in the on the ground. The, these mazikim, these damaging creations, these spiritual damaging creations, v'hamalachim shenaflu migdulasan, and the angels which fell from their greatness, u'mimekayim kedushasan min hashamayim b'meidar enoish, and they fell from their holy place in the heavens in the generation of enoish, which we spoke about in Parak Chaf about these different angels that were they stumbled with the human ladies. And they fell from their high places. Right? The, the, there's this notion known as the fallen angels, which I have to know if it's exactly the same thing, but we could call it the fallen angels. And the Nephilim right, are giants that are descendants of angels and human women. 
right? So these angels, Kishahim Oilim Lishmoya Dover Meacharia Pargoid, when they come up to hear words from behind the curtain, in Parag Dalad we said that there's a curtain in front of Ganesh Baruch Hu, so they come, they, these demons and these these fallen angels come, and they want to come up to hear the the, the words from behind the curtain. Hey, Misrat bin Beshevet Shel Eish, we spoke about that in Dalad, they get, they get chased away with a Shevet Shel Eish, with a scepter or a stick of fire, with a rod of fire. Like we said over there, that Hashem has a rod of fire in His hand. Kibiyachal, we don't know what that means, but there, there is such a concept. And they go back to their place. And this is also in the north, in the northern part of the sky. That's what the, the Radal says, that this is going back on in Pergimel. We said towards the end of Pergimel, when it was talking about Hashem creating the different, the, the, the winds from the different directions, we said that Hashem didn't finish creating the wind of the north side. Right? <coughs> And the Medrash says that, that the north side is the place of Modor HaMazikin Vizayvais. That's the place where the Mazikin and different spirits and, and demons and Ruchais and Shadim and Brakim and Ra'amim, all these things come from the north side. That's what the Medrash says over there. So the Radal says that our Medrash over here is, is referring back to that idea that these Mazikin and these fallen angels are also from the north. So there's... There's the Mazel of Egla, which is in the north, which we don't know exactly what that means. And then there's these Mazikin and the Fallen Angels, which are also in the north. Which also we don't know what that means exactly. Fine, weiter. So, like this. Go, going back to our calculations, we said that... We said that the... Um, lunar, the lunar, you can use your, your, your calculator. The lunar year, the lunar month, sorry, is 29 days and 12 hours and 40 minutes, right? Now that times 12 is how many days? 29 days, 12 hours and 40 uh, minutes. 331 days. 348. days. 54 days and 8 hours. Yeah. So 354 days and 8 hours. That's the technical, um, the technical duration of a lunar year. Uh, 354 days and 8 hours. Now, the solar year, as we spoke about in the previous parak, is what we call 365 days and a fourth which is six hours, right? 365 days and six hours. So now the Shaila is, the Shaila is, um, what's the difference between the solar calendar and the lunar calendar, and how could we reconcile those differences? So the Medrash. Asar yomim ve'esrim ve'achas shoyis almost 10 days and 21 hours, and then you can say in parentheses, Umasayim ve'arba chalakim and two hundred and four chalakim. We're not dealing with chalakim, but there is a gear to the as in chalakim. So ten days and twenty-one hours is the difference between the solar year and the lunar year. Yisayin yemei sachama al yemei salavana. The solar year is ten days and twenty-one hours longer than the lunar year. Ve'ibor nichnas lahashves yemei shnei sachama yemei shnei salavana. And the ibor, which literally means what? Pregnancy, the intercalation of the twenty-one. What? Three sixty-five point six minus point Fifty-four, uh, three sixty-five is 
So that's, so that's how long the Yumei Sacham, the solar year, longer than the lunar year. And the Ibor, the concept of adding an extra month into the Jewish calendar, comes in order to make, the, to make it equal the solar year with the lunar year. Now the, the next few lines in the Medrash, I don't know exactly how to explain it, but I, I think we could get the basic idea. The sun and the moon begin with Rosh Chodesh Nisan. The sun begins going in, in, in its, at its time, and Tle, which is the mazel of the first of the of Nisan, yeah, that's chart one, uh, chart two. Chart two, we see that Tle is the, is the corresponding mazel, is the, is the first month of is the is the mazel of the first month of the year, which is Nisan, follows. Right, and all the mazals continue afterwards from Tle. Meaning, be, as as the as the month of Nisan begins, Tle begins the 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 mazel, the constellations of Aries become become visible, and then they continue through the year. Through the year, you you, you see all the mazals. And the same thing with the moon at night. You have Tlat is also is also rules over the night of the month of Nisan. And, and that's the way it goes until the year of the Machzor Cotton. Which in this context, Machzor Cotton doesn't mean Machzor Cotton like we've been saying, but it just means till it comes to a year that you're going to have to do uh, what's it called uh, at a month. At Shnasa Ibor, until the Shnasa Ibor, the pregnant year, which is going to have a 13th month. Bo Ibor, when you have an Ibor, when you add a month, so what it does is it's It pushes off the Nisan and makes it that now it becomes other. Not sure exactly what that line is doing here. That it does the same thing. Teves or another gives says Shvat or other Rishon or something like that. The Kain Adshnas Machzor Katan is three years, so this Ebor is going to affect the next three years. That's what it does. That's what it means. Makes sense. Could be because it's going to push the year. Push it back. Twenty nine, whatever. Off. Well, it's off for the until the next. Until the next Ebor when it it brings it back. Something like it could be. I, I I don't know exactly how 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 that how that works mm-hmm. out, but and it's not of course every three years. But what, what the Medrash is sort of saying over here is that the existence of the Chidush Ibor sort of throws a monkey wrench into all of our calculations that we've made. A monkey wrench. I don't know. Well, in terms of in terms of the Mazalos, mm-hmm. I don't know exactly how it works. I, 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 what does the professor say? I think that's an uh, that's a shell of astrology, not yeah, astronomy. So they, so well I, I'm pretty sure that astro- uh, the oh, Mazalas Mazalas is an issue of astrology, not astronomy. So it's not it's not a scientific thing that's the visible. Is well versed in these uh, subjects. Yeah? No, I say he's well versed in physics. I didn't oh, say physics. Ah, I got <laughs> and I'm not sure where he got that from. Aren't you interested in physics? By like? confusing you with your brother? What? I'm confusing you with your brother. I don't know how well versed he is in physics. Then and then at that uh, somehow after twelve ebors, so the sun and the moon come back to the same spot to the same place. I'm not sure exactly what that means. The next words Shovin Latkilas Lil Rivi Bishash Shabsa Bishoshinivrul Mufarashim say that's a mistake. It's not supposed to say that over here. It just that earlier we said that it goes back to where the time that it was created, so so it says those words. But the words over here are a mistake. Let's just do one more line. And with this line, we conclude by repeating the most important piece of information that the Medrash says in different words. There's no difference from one Moilad to the other Moilad. What's the difference? (coughs) The only difference is 36 hours, which is 40 minutes, and 73 Chalakim. Which 36 hours is the same thing as saying 12, uh, one, uh, uh, what's it called, one day and, tw- and 12 hours.
So it's repeating the same information. We already know that from one month to the other month, the mother is going to be offset by, in terms of the days of the week, it's going to be offset by a day and a half and 40 minutes. So I don't know why, again, the medrash repeats it, but it does. Okay, I think I gave over something that I was able to explain. I hope you guys aren't more confused than you were when you came in. But that's what it is. So Hashem, hopefully, we'll, hopefully we'll finish the parak Be'ez Hashem next week, and then the week after that we have karaoke night. <laughs> and then, uh, and then we'll Be'ez Hashem. Okay, I'll go to